Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to a special episode of The Presence Podcast. Much like I recently read the book of Tobit, tonight I am recording a reading of the book of Jonah. Now, the book of Jonah is quite different than the book of Tobit, in large part because the story of Jonah is quite familiar. Many of you listeners probably had not heard of the book of Tobit before I presented it to you last week, but I would guess that most, if not many of you, have heard the story of the book of Jonah. But there's something curious about the story of the book of Jonah, because even though it is quite a short story, it's only four chapters, probably take you 20 minutes to listen to it, maybe maybe 25 the story that we tell often ends before the end of the story. What do I mean by this? Is that the first part of the story, Jonah and the boat, Jonah and the big fish, Jonah and Nineveh, gets all the attention. And usually, when you look at an animated version or a storytelling version, or maybe the version that you've heard, that's where the story we tell stops. But that's not the end of the story. I'm not going to give away the end of the story here. You'll have to listen to it. But it's a great end to the story because I think it ends very ambiguously. And it ends with an important question. Does Jonah really get it? And um, I'll just let you wait and find out to answer that question yourself. So just a little bit of background before I begin to read chapter one. So the book itself is set in the reign of Jeroboam II, and that was between the years of 786 and 746 BCE. But most scholars think it was written down much later, after the exile, which would be the late 5th to early 4th century BCE. So like much of the Old Testament, the story itself is set much earlier than when it is actually being written down. Now, the story is important because it has a lot of places that it is used and referenced. For example, even today in the afternoon service on Yom Kippur, the holiest and most somber day of the Jewish calendar, the story of Jonah is read. And it is read because it is a reminder of God's great mercy. The story is also told in the Quran, albeit in a slightly different version. And I think most interestingly for Christians, it's a story that Jesus himself knew because he references it in the Gospels. He talks about the sign of Jonah, and um, it's clearly a story that was important and, and meaningful in not just Jesus's mind, but in the minds of those to whom he was preaching and teaching and and ministering. So it's a story that has a lot of impact, a lot of relevance, and it's a story that I hope you will enjoy my reading of. Now, a couple quick things. First of all, the translation that I'm using is the NRSV, the New Revised Standard Version. And also with this particular story, I think it's important that we keep in mind the famous quote, all stories are true, capital T-R-U-E, and some of them actually happened exactly as they are written or spoken. Well, what do I mean by that? 
Well, in this case, what I think that means is that when we ask the questions like, how big was the fish? How did Jonah stay alive for three days? How could the fish have taken Jonah where he wanted to go? I think we're missing the point. Again, whether this story actually happens in history is not really that important for us. It might have. It might not have. What is important is what it tells us and what it teaches us. And I love the story because Jonah is such a great character. His reluctance, his pig-headedness, his thinking he knows better than God, his surliness and his stubbornness is all about us as, as people. So again, it is a rich story and it is one that I hope that you will enjoy in this telling, which begins now. Chapter 1 Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amitati, saying, Go at once to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah set out to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid his fare and went on board to go with them to Tarshish, away from the presence of the Lord. But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and such a mighty storm came upon the sea that the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried to his God. They threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. Jonah, meanwhile, had gone down into the hold of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. The captain came and said to him, What are you doing? Sound asleep. Get up. Call on your God. Perhaps the God will spare us a thought so that we do not perish. The sailors said to one another, Come, let us cast lots so that we may know on whose account this calamity has come upon us. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us why this calamity has come upon us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? I am Hebrew, he replied. I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were even more afraid and said to him, What is this that you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them so. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may grow quiet down for us? For the sea was growing more and more tempestuous. Jonah said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that this great storm has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to bring the ship back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more stormy against them. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, O Lord, we pray, do not let us perish on account of this man's life. Do not make us guilty of innocent blood for you, O Lord. Have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord even more, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. But the Lord provided a large fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. 
chapter 2. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish, saying, I called to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I look again upon your holy temple? Waters closed in over me. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. At the roots of the mountains, I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you in your holy temple. Those who worship vain idols forsake their true loyalty. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to the fish, and it spewed Jonah out upon the dry land. Chapter 3 The word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three days' walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk. And he cried out, Forty days more, Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When the news reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, removed his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Then he had a proclamation made in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, no human being or animal, no herd or flock, shall taste anything. They shall not feed, nor shall they drink water. Human beings and animals shall be covered with sackcloth, and they shall cry mightily to God. All shall turn from their evil ways and from the violence that is in their hands. Who knows? God may relent and change his mind. He may turn from his fierce anger, so that we do not perish. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and God did not do it. Chapter 4 But this was very displeasing to Jonah, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is this not what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and ready to relent from punishing. And now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah went out of the city and sat down east of the city and made a booth for himself there. He sat under it in the shade, waiting to see what would become of the city. The Lord God appointed a bush and made it come up over Jonah to give shade over his head to save him from his discomfort. So Jonah was very happy about the bush. But when dawn came up the next day, 
God appointed a worm that attacked the bush so that it withered. When the sun rose, God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat down on the head of Jonah so that he was faint and asked that he might die. Jonah said, It is better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the bush? And Jonah said, Yes, angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You are concerned about the bush for which you did not labor and which you did not grow. It came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left? and also many animals. Thank you for listening to the story of Jonah. I hope you enjoyed it. Blessings and peace.